You're listening to the Ticker Podcast from IR Magazine, a roundup of this week's leading stories and industry comment from the world of investor relations. Hi, everybody. This week, we've got a special edition of the Ticker Podcast. The Canadian Investor Relations Institute held its 29th annual conference in beautiful Quebec City, and IR Magazine was there. This year's theme is 360 degrees of IR, creating value for the long term. This is very fitting, given how many areas we have the ability to influence and impact in each of our businesses, and how this is reflected in the long-term value creation, not only for our shareholders, but for all of our stakeholders. Communicating Long-Term Value. Conference co-chair Melanie Hennessy explains why it's so important today. Yeah, I think the economic downturn of, 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 you know, that's hit the the, the country more specifically, um, Alberta and other more mining-focused centers. I think this is a key uh, challenge as we deal with these cyclical industries and how do we best still continue to focus on long-term value creation in light of all these challenges that we face, not only daily, monthly, um, and annually, uh, and how we can best uh, how we can best proceed on those bases without being deterred by those parameters and and continue to deliver value. It's I mean it's it's challenging and 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 the programming that was put together this year had that in mind. I think that the agenda was very well put together. I think the issues that we've all been discussing here are critical to investor relations professionals in this country. Uh, we've been talking about everything from board and shareholder engagement to activism to um, you know managing IR through M&A and corp dev. Um, and those are the things that are happening in our day-to-day jobs now. Um, so I was really pleased to hear the level of discourse of conversation. It was a high level of discourse. You know, Canadian investor relations professionals, given the capital markets activity here over the past few years and what we're dealing with in the oil patch and what we're dealing with with our depreciating Canadian dollar and what that's doing to M&A activity here, we are facing some of the biggest challenges of any IROs globally. And we're meeting these challenges head on. And uh, we are all benefiting from each other's experience. So I think that's why you're seeing a high level of discourse here at this at this conference, because we're all upping our game. Uh, bonjour, je vous souhaite la bienvenue à la conference. Uh, J'aimerais remercier les organisateurs de m'avoir invité à prendre la parole dans ce lieu historique et le château Frontenac. Oui. Everybody seems to be upping their game these days, including Saskatoon native and ARC Resources president and CEO Myron Stadnik, who bravely kicked off the conference with a few words in French before describing how his 20-year-old oil and gas firm has delivered long-term value to shareholders throughout numerous commodity cycles. I really, and truly believe our key strategic advantage <laughs> is that we talk about having a long-term business, perpetuating a long-term business, but we really uh, act that way and behave that way. And investor relations has a key role of uh, making sure that you communicate a complex business and a strategy uh, in addition to numbers to our investors. 
The day pressed on with breakout sessions on communicating in a tough economy, how IR and corporate communications teams can integrate their work, and a survey of the key governance concerns now keeping directors and investors up at night. For New Alta Corporation Chairman Gord Pridham, Compensation is uh, a topic that is near and dear to everybody's heart. Uh, and I'll tell you that in the boardroom, um, when you get all the committee reports, it's the one where everybody sits up there and listens. So everybody, everybody's paying attention. Faced with growing investor perception of a disconnect between share price and management pay, New Alta's board has begun to directly reach out to its top shareholders. We're partway through year one of this exercise, um, and I can say that it's been extremely well received by, uh, by the accounts. Um, and this is, and again, this is not um, for directors to get um, in a position of talking about uh, the operating metrics of the company. This is really a very strategic discussion. So it gives the accounts an opportunity to hear directly from the board the board's philosophy around compensation, for instance. So far, New Alta IRO and Plasterer does not participate in these meetings beyond arranging them. But that may change. This conference has been has sort of triggered some interesting thinking for me um, and uh, uh, from a board chair point of view and what I can be doing to facilitate some of this. I would say that in terms of the IRO interface with our boards, it's probably not as great as it could and should be. Over lunch, delegates honored several distinguished IROs, including WSP Global's Isabel Ajahi. Ajahi won this year's IR Magazine Award for Best IRO at a mid-cap, and now she can call herself a Siri Fellow. Accepting the tribute and quoting Oscar Wilde, Ajahi offered advice to young IROs. Afternoon sessions offered more insights into how IROs can gain traction with their boards, tips on investor presentations, and revelations from a survey of Canadian institutional investors that point to a yawning chasm between the ESG information companies are providing and what Canadian investors want to know. Sponsored by R.R. Donnelly and shareholder communications firm Simple Logic, the survey shows two-thirds of respondents do consider environmental and social issues when making investment decisions. Yet less than one-third find the ESG information companies provide good enough to help them assess materiality to the company's business. For Isabelle Laprise, who handles responsible investment at pension fund manager Caisse de Dépôt et Placement du Québec. What is missing, so to me, is the context and uh, what's important. Why is this factor discussed? What are the financial considerations? Why is this, uh, why is this important in order to create long-term value? Also, we know that uh, negative events, taxation, geo- geopolitical risk, are not always uh, considered uh, covered in the CSR report. And those can be quite important as they may have a long-term financial impact. Delegates also heard from a panel of IROs in different industry sectors on how each is striving to overcome the challenges posed by slumping oil prices 
and fluctuating foreign exchange. No industry is immune, but oil and gas producers have been hit hardest. ARC Resources, David Carey. You know, massive, massive structural changes in, in the way we, we uh, run our business in oil and gas. If you were doing what you were doing five years ago, you're probably almost out of business today. The, the Canadian dollar, weakness in the Canadian dollar is an offset to the lower demand. And so what we've been doing from our perspective is reminding, especially U.S. investors, that from competitiveness perspective, we're selling those Canadian reads and those Canadian dollarettes. And they're, you know, it just makes us that much more competitive when we're trying to compete for a gas market in Chicago with somebody who's shipping gas in from Marcellus in Pennsylvania, and they're using U.S. dollars. Bright and early the next day, IRO settled into an hour-long talk by an economist. <sighs> Bloomberg's Rich Yamarone proved refreshingly entertaining. But his prediction of impending recession was far from reassuring. It's far better to, to preserve your, your capital and, and keep it until so you, know, you don't go out and play when there's a big storm out, right? You, you know, this is, this is a very big problem for, for portfolio managers, or money managers, rather. Um, but I know you have to agree with me when you... When I'm up here saying it's going to be bad, you don't need to be a financial genius or anything to see. What, if, if you see a 500-pound man on the corner eating a box of Tim Horton donuts and smoking a carton of cigarettes, you don't need to be a doctor to say, wow, that's not going to end well. <laughs> Another key session brought together IROs and fund managers to talk about the evolving state of shareholder activism in Canada. While formal proxy fights have dropped off about 40% since their heyday in 2012, it became clear that many activist models and goals are shifting. Mirroring the conference's theme, even the definition of activist investor is changing. Kevin Thomas is Director of Shareholder Engagement at the Shareholder Association for Research and Education. Really, I like to think more about uh, the issue of active ownership. I make a distinction because, of course, the shareholder activism, which is looking at the short term, trying to get more blood from the stone, so to speak, in this quarter or maybe this year. But we have to think about shareholders as activists when they take an active interest in the, the companies they own over the long term. So shareholder activism, from my perspective, and the engagement that we take on is really about long-term, uh, long-termism, governance issues, uh, board diversity, for example, environmental <laughs> issues like climate change, the long-term. And I think that that's, uh, that's quite legitimate. And, but I think there's been a growth in this idea of active ownership. We've seen the UN uh, Principles for Responsible Investment has something like $60 trillion in assets under management signed up for those principles. We sent a letter to the Alberta government just last year asking for stronger uh, regulations on climate change on behalf of investors, and that was signed by investors with $4.6 trillion in assets. So we've seen a real shift in this idea of long-term active ownership and, and a broad sense of the factors which are important for a company's long-term sustainability. I found the event extremely informative. We found that the uh, panels at this event were uh, much more diverse than they usually are and uh, focused on various different topics, which uh, was really uh, appreciated. It was much more informative. 
I think Quebec City is beautiful. I didn't get out much, but uh, I was here every summer as a child. Siri President and CEO Yvette Locker says comments like that pretty well typify the feedback she's received so far. We entered the conference on a great high. There were a lot of IROs that were in the room really energized by the program and by being together. I think that's what really makes this event valuable. It's bringing professionals together so that we can learn from one another's experiences so that we can share and tell our stories and go back and do IR better than we did it before. And that's all for this week's Ticker Podcast. Thanks for joining us in La Ville de Québec. I'm Jeff Cassette. You've been listening to the Ticker Podcast from IR Magazine. For free access to all the latest global investor relations news and analysis, register at irmagazine.com or download the app.